Hi there, and welcome to episode 125 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. I'm James Brown, tired and weary, and as usual, I'm joined by Dr. Alex Connor, Wired and Teary, and Mrs. ADHD. Fucking annoying. Alex, hi. What? <laughs> Sam, hi. Hi, you <laughs> I like to leave a little pause here. <clears throat> a reminder that we started the podcast because we wanted to get shortlisted for the National Diversity Awards in the character in the categories of effing and jeffing and being an ADHD superpower buzzkill. That's what we wanted. I think you'll find that the charity was nominated and not the podcast. Yeah, but back then we didn't. Have, it was nice. It's confusing. I still don't understand the yeah. difference. But it, it, we're I'll not a charity. It. But now we do a second episode a week because it didn't occur to us how badly that doing that would affect our <laughs> metrics. And Sam still doesn't know what metrics are or podcasts. <laughs> this um, particularly difficult shit stain in the toilet basin that even Domestos had, and a good hard scrub doesn't seem to be able to shift of a podcast is also a tragedy in three parts. We'll discuss either you, Alex. We'll discuss how the week between podcasts has been from our perspective as people with ADHD and involved in the community. Answer some questions and generally fuck about as usual. So we'll start off with the usual. I'll ask you how your week was. Nobody will ask me, but Sam will ask me. How was your week, Sam? It's been pretty shitty. Um, yeah, because you've basically because of you. James has been in pain with his back this week and then has had constant migraines. So he was, he was, you know, obviously really struggling and it was really hard for me to see him in so much pain. So I was really low, but actually I was so low and desperately low that eventually I thought I'm going to need to get some help, some like talking therapy and go back on antidepressants. And I was filling out the form online for the talking therapy and it said, how long have you felt like this? And I thought, fucking hell, it's been two days. and then i realized that oh yeah i'm doing this thing that that i always do and actually i hadn't realized as well that i'm I'm bleeding again i know it's fucking constant at the minute so that kind of all fed into it as well so i'd got all this emotional stuff and i was just crying and like hysterical and and just wanted to end it all for both of us really um but yeah and it was just temporary and then and actually because I was feeling so low I then started and I haven't done this for so long but I I got some credit and I bought a load of stuff and then hated myself but then mm. sent it all back and signed up to some mystery shopping to kind of pay for it all anyway it's on campus this week and I found another sound sign that I still hadn't taken down <laughs> weeks later still up um yeah and uh oh I spent all of my time doing stuff for the charity over the weekend I should have been preparing for a coaching course uh, that, that was... remember that's the second question which oh shit um, yeah I um, yeah. I'll stop now it's been okay. mixed how about you James <laughs> <laughs> yeah Mike I've got a question for you two so as Sam said and as anybody that knows me i get migraines obviously and all the stuff but i've also got chronic back pain from when i broke my spine when i was 20 ish and i have a choice which is i'm in a i'm in a lot of pain all the time like i have to get up at three in the morning because i'm in so much pain i can't lie down anymore so i've got a choice which is take the painkillers that take away probably 70 percent of the pain but the painkillers give me about four migraines a week or 
don't take the painkillers that give me the migraines and have the unbearable pain. So what would you two choose of those two? The, the back pain or the three or four migraines a week? Back pain for me. If it was for you, I'd choose both. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> it's, but it's a tough yeah, one. It's no. a tough one. It is, is really it? fucking one, tough. But is, having seen choose. you with the migraines and the yeah. throwing up yeah, and being yeah. in bed, which makes your back worse. And yeah. Exactly. So so we've well, made the decision. Honestly, what? if I really yeah. could. I would choose for you that that your emotional response to the back pain is changed from one of not letting people down because of it, and not feeling you have to do mm. things that exacerbate it, which you do. Yeah, and it's so I would choose never the back do pain. Anything but... otherwise, and then he hates himself. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I have got... the, the, that's the choice, isn't it? That reaction at the end. Yeah. He, it, it's not that he never does anything. He couldn't, can he? He'd have to reevaluate yeah. what he can do and how for how long. I have I have got better at that yeah. as you know coaching clients I've cancelled will know and as <clears throat> friends and family some of whom accept it and some of whom don't will will know that at the, la- at the at the last minute saying I just I can't physically move you know for example so but yeah I've chosen I've chosen the back pain which is challenging so like I say this morning three o'clock woke up in searing pain for the entirety of my spine and thought this. And last night I couldn't go to sleep because when you're just trying to settle off and empty your head, when your head is just going, ah, that hurts, you you can't get to sleep. Yeah. So I had about three and a half hours sleep last night and I feel I can cope on that. So, so yeah, it's difficult. Four day migraine, lots of back pain since. But other than that, I've kind of, I'm enjoying working with Spotify and tinkering around with it and learning bits and bobs. It's not perfect compared to what we used to have in, in terms of metrics. For example, there's a Q&A. Did you know there's a Q&A for each episode which you put out? And there's an automatic one which just says, what are your thoughts on this episode? So people can leave thoughts which we can't respond to and then we can choose to publish them or not. So, for example, for one of the, I think it was the week in ADHD 31, and the question was, what did you think of this episode? Somebody put boring, which I published because I thought it was fucking hilarious, to be honest. Yeah. And if that's what you think, fair enough. But... We can't respond to that saying, oh, you know, was it? Why? Love to know. <laughs> love to know why. I wouldn't love to so, know. I wouldn't, you know. I, I, no, I, no, I have zero I interest. But you, but, but you know, I, I, I'm, I find all our negative reviews absolutely, you know, yeah, you uh, do, don't you? they sustain me. Oh, um, they kill me. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's my week. Alex? Um, well, I've, I've got this friend, right? And I was bored. And he, <laughs> because of a little headache, couldn't entertain me in a break I had at work. And I don't want to moan. You know, it's not a moaning platform. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, a bit of self-care for your friends. Yeah. Doesn't... <laughs> no. Oh, God. Night, honestly, fucking nightmare. Migraines are so debilitating. The plaques on the level of suicide with them. You, you know, it isn't just you. It, it isn't. Oh, horrible. My week's been, I had my boys here um, mm. and oh, yeah. they're visiting from Université and so weird, so lovely. They went back and it was kind of horrible, but they went back to do loads of fun shit before oh. term starts. And it, it's weird living vicariously through them is lovely. Um, I got a free hammer. Which, <laughs> Love this. You know. <laughs> I mean, they... 
this but this does this does kind of uh show how successful you are at hiding your true self that kind yeah, of the authorities would give you a claw hammer <laughs> yeah, or was. maybe they thought i know what he needs another claw hammer <laughs> yeah because that one's filthy so yeah interesting week good and yeah good sad you know like Mm. luxury pain i believe the word is yeah mm. right as always what stupid thing the, the question you've already answered sam and don't normally answer at mm. all which is weird what stupid thing you've been doing instead of what you were supposed to be doing this week i hey. spent all my time doing stuff for the charity when i should have been preparing for my coaching calls <laughs> oh. i don't know why i did that that voice also while i was on at work like really stressed because obviously James wasn't well and I had this coaching course and I was just hysterical and I was in the kitchen trying to prepare I was filling a flask of boiling water basically and I was talking to somebody and while I was talking to them I poured the boiling water from the kettle all over my arm and it's soaking into my sleeve but I was in such a rush I thought I haven't got time to deal with this so it's almost like I willed my head to say you haven't got time to feel pain so I'm just pouring the water thinking that this person because they're a normal person would do that thing that normal people sometimes do where they pretend to ignore the fact that you're struggling or suffering because it's impolite to do so I, th- I presume I don't know why they do it so I thought she'd do that and we just carried on but she didn't she just went oh my god Sam, you poured boiling water all over what are you you doing and she had to fizz and I'm going it's fine it's fine I I, I just need to get this done so she made me take like my cardigan off and rinse under cold water and she finished doing it for me and yeah it was really weird um I forgot as well that when I turned up to work on that same day I couldn't get into the car park because there was a flatbed lorry it doesn't matter I had to park in another car park and then of course when I came out I was like where the fuck is my car I'm searching the whole car park and it wasn't I'd parked in another car park hadn't I um yeah I've been trying to get oh I won't carry on actually because there's loads that I can say for this week what so when you sent me the text saying you hadn't done the prep for the coaching things you're doing the charity stuff do you remember the words you'd use to describe yourself for not doing that? Fucking dickhead. Yeah, fucking. And <laughs> it is absolutely classic, isn't it, ADHD, to, to use stuff. those words against ourselves? When yeah. the reality is, if you've been given homework that your brain doesn't see the emotional value in doing, maybe because you know you'll be able to wing it, why would you? Why would you do it? Why would your brain allow you to do that task? It's not an idiot. I sometimes think ADHD is just sensible. It isn't. It's a nightmare. But, you know, sometimes yeah, it's like, isn't. I don't need to do that. That is not emotionally rewarding. Well, I'm not I, playing. Well, it would have been surely. I really like doing the coaching stuff. No, I know. I know you do. But as you well know, when you did that coaching course without the prep, it was fine, right? And Because you told me it was, which means your brain knew that the yes the course is good but doing that bit of work yeah. fucking pointless yeah. your brain wouldn't this is task paralysis it wouldn't let you it's not it's, being it's, a a good, it's also a good example of perfectionism and how actually most people would worry so much about the prep for something because they think this i've got to make sure i'm prepped i've got to make sure i'm perfect though it's a waste and the vast majority of times when you do something without that perfectionist approach it's fine nothing really goes wrong apart from the time when i went on the same course and didn't realize it was on campus and not online so didn't turn up for it yeah i was once in sainsbury's and i got a phone call saying why aren't you doing this teaching (laughs) why am i in sainsbury's in the work day i genuinely this is back when you were all like working in the office all the time didn't it was weird 
don't know, just wandered <laughs> off. Wow. Amazing. What about you, James? What stupid thing have I, you been doing? I think I have been completely hyper focused on merch and the the extra stuff that we've been doing so obviously the editing stuff's got better now sam and i have had a, a gentle conversation about how she edits um the videos that she makes adhd towers alex i'm not sure if you're aware is often an hour and a half long and my yeah and my contributions about six minutes long so it's lots of wild monologuing from Mrs. ADHD, but it is oh, all obviously God. ADHD related because it's the, the shit that happens to her every day and people people love it. I've been focusing, as you know, more on kind of the website and setting up merch. And so I've got, this is, for example, a, a mug, which I did yesterday. It's our You're Not Boring, I Have ADHD mug. And on the back now it says, you might be boring. So it's kind of a hidden joke. Oh, and... Man. And I love doing it. But what I would say is at the minute, if you buy merch, obviously from us, because we haven't really got any money and we can't order stuff in, we are kind of popping the T-shirts, making it we. ourselves. If you, yeah, we, I am we making are. it. We are yes. doing Oh, that. we're designing it and making so, it ourselves. <laughs> well done, so if, Round of applause, if, so what? So if you buy if you buy stickers or mugs now, they are literally handmade by me. So what I would say is, please don't buy merchandise at the minute because it's killing me. No, Go seriously, on, buy it. you I fucking do love it. You love you it. I know. I do. I do. I do. I do love it, and it is it is rewarding. So I've been I've been um, you know doing that, but like before a meeting, two minutes before a coaching session, can I trim one more set of stickers? I'm sure I can, and then frantically trying to trim the stickers and put it's just it's is like it complete hyper focus. <laughs> it is this well, yeah, the special stuff, the yeah, the, the sticker that will not be named. Kirsty Murphy knows about that. Um, mm-hmm. what about you, Alex? What I don't know what you what are you talking about? Well, certainly not the Merlin Bird ID app. <laughs> Well, I don't know why you talking about that. What? Anyway, ah, we're going to take a break. No, and no, we'll be back no, 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 no. I need, I need, I, 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 please give me this. I need to hear this. <laughs> Amazing. So what obviously, I'm, I'm, checks, I'm googling I'm it immediately. Gone. Googling it. Oh God, it's so good. It, <laughs> I think you'll like it, Sam. Honestly, I do. I, I actually was thinking that. I better will. It records as you're in the forest the, the sounds of the birds and tells you which one each is. No! I would love that. I would love it's... that. And you don't have to do anything. Just hold it up and it goes, that's a Eurasian green woodpecker. And you you can see it and it is. That's Me and my dad would be, we'd be coming all over ourselves just... <laughs> Holy what? shit. I can't, I can't even. I can't <laughs> even ding. I can't <laughs> even. Can that is... No, we can't. Oh no, God. we can't. I, and Why it's my dad and I. I'm, I'm amazed, Alex. I'm amazed, Alex didn't say my dad and I would be coming over ourselves. <laughs> oh my god! I've Why made would myself that feel come sick. Out of I don't know. I, I can't stop things coming out of my mouth sometimes. Ding. Anyway, we'd be delighted with that because we like <laughs> together. We don't oh, like coming sh- together though. That's not normal. <laughs> Look, and it 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 records and it can distinguish between. Uh, just unbelievably like speciated Eurasian green woodpeckers, the different ones. It's wow. so, so good. And I just, I checked this with my brother within four minutes of having the app. I've been, th- I went through the system of what everybody does. So the first thing is you hold the app up and you get this list of birds and you do it quietly and perfectly. 
after about two minutes, you start trying to copy the birds exactly to fool the app into thinking you're a Eurasian uh, woodpecker. Yeah. All that. <laughs> and then after about a minute and a half or three minutes, you're, bored you're going, who's a pretty boy? Try hoping it'll say parrot and it doesn't. This <laughs> is all right. It doesn't say parrot. It doesn't think you're a bird at all. Well, and thanks this, for that, both. I was supposed to be working. The James Dean of ADHD. It is in a way. I, I'm I'm too cool. You are. I, I think you are. Yeah. Well, we define our own cool, don't we? Don't oh we do? God, I've actually made myself feel so ill. Good. Like, said about your dad. Or of what? Yeah, I can't describe to you how. How awful! How yeah, much I'm you ejaculate over each other when you? Oh God, it's just it's, awful. Anyway, an thanks image. for that, both. We're taking a break, <laughs> and in part two, we'll be back with questions and thoughts from the ADHD Adult UK community. Fucking <laughs> hell! I feel so. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Will. Alex. Hi. Hi. What's up? Hello, Governor. Welcome back to episode 125 of the ADHD Adults. This is one of our Friday episodes, part two. And not as always, what we're trying to do is banish the horrific vision that Sam left us with in part one. <laughs> no, that's not true. What we're doing is we're taking questions from the community, from all over the social media sphere, but mainly from James's discard at the ADHD Adults. We're on Twitter, Instagram and threads as well mm. are you ready for the very 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 first question yeah it's from steve lw it says sam what's wrong with you it doesn't it doesn't uh, it says, so many things <laughs> it says i'm currently listening to episode 38 <gasps> so no Ooh. spoilers i don't know how we would how are they asking this this is confusing anyway, yeah my question great. is for visiting professor professor adh adult <laughs> james did you pick the starting music for the podcast? Because it sounds a bit like Don't Panic by Coldplay. I'm loving this. I always miss the beginning of what you say because it puts this song in my head. Obviously, Alex didn't pick the music because it's too modern. P.S. You're both great. And finding the pod really helpful as I start my diagnostic journey. Amazing. Yes, James loves Coldplay Amazing. and I don't. That's a fact. <laughs> they have nailed you two. Yeah. Oh, they really have. Steve, <laughs> Steve LW, um... It's a, it's a very good question. Just, just to clarify, I I would hurl Coldplay into the sun. They're amazing. With, with, I, I, would, I would build a rocket and send them directly into wow. the sun if this I could. Because weird, they James, are the... they're the naughty's Delamitri. Are you mad? Delamitri <laughs> <laughs> were a Scottish band that had two hits and were quite, quite dour, let's put it that way, you know. They once did a, a, a song, a song for the Scottish Football Club for the World Cup, which was called "Don't Come Home Too Soon." <laughs> I mean, let's talk about building confidence in your team. Um, no, so the music um, wasn't picked for that reason. It was actually picked. We use editing software called Wondershare, and there is free image rights music on there. I wanted to write and have been writing now for almost a year with DJ Sessions, 
um, friend of the podcast, Pat, a new intro because I've written a riff um, and recorded it and we've added drums and, and Chloe, also a friend, Chloe Peacock, who was in a proper band and is a proper musician, has added a drum line, a, a bass line to it. Um, but it's just getting it finished. So at some point, sorry, people change. The intro music will change a little bit. But we used it, I, I used it just because I wanted something that was a bit bland. And that's what obviously Coldplay are. So that's where it comes from. Yeah. Obviously, I, like I can't yellow. tell you a single Coldplay song or I like yellow. Or, or distinguish. Yeah, I like, they're all dark. You know what? This, this is my, <clears throat> this is, a, I've spoken about this before. I'm very ashamed of this. Um, so you should be uh, by this bias that Whatever I have. I liked I liked Yellow until I found out they were posh, and when I saw oh. the video for Yellow, and I thought, oh, working class band, he's wearing like a hooded coat. It's not a bad yeah. song. And then when I found out that who Chris Martin was and who they were, I immediately hated them. Oh. But I will say, you... I will say, I will say that the Scientist is an, is a, a fucking amazing song, and everything else they've done is dog shit on a on a toadstool. Do you think he didn't mean it to be called yellow? It was him trying to say hello or posh. <laughs> yellow. That's such a shit joke. Anyway, question two. It's question two. This is from Funky Nicola. I listened to Sam's before diagnosis chat and identified with almost everything she said. Bloody love you, Sam. You're such a breath of fresh air. I'm pretty sure we'd be good friends if we met in real life. Anyways, I've self-diagnosed and I'm on the waiting list. Um, eyes looking up emoji saving and i'm wondering about what happens to the typical adhd traits not symptoms with medication does rsd improve does time blindness improve the constant need for dopamine hits the inability to concentrate on a conversation i'm wondering how high to get my hopes fuck me that is a brilliant question funky yeah. nicola alex yeah no not really <laughs> um <laughs> So RSD, not no, not really. In, this is not science klaxon, but pharmacologically speaking, the meds are more helpful for the main three diagnostic criteria of ADHD. That's hyperactivity, impulsivity, and the other one. Attention. Um, yeah, inattention. So the, the bit that you've said, the question about right at the end, which is concentrating on a conversation, yes, it can help. It can help with that. Less likely with the emotional stuff. With time blindness, I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of evidence for it. It mm. certainly doesn't help me with it, um, but it does help you. It does help you function a little bit more. It doesn't cure you of those things because it's because ADHD is more than just those three neurotransmitters. Mm. Um, fundamentally, mm. the biggest thing I get from people who don't like the meds who tried them is. Well, I, I, the side effects were horrible. I started booking a load of course things I didn't know. And I went down <laughs> rabbit holes on the internet. And I'm like, you know, it doesn't tell you what to do. It, 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 this is the thing. It doesn't go, oh, you're going to be interested in doing your accounts. Now, <laughs> you still have to be a human who chooses their tasks. It will just mm. allow you to focus on those without your mind wandering for a little bit longer. Uh, so, So I would say start to explore who you are at the same time psychoeducation really helps this podcast is yeah. not a great example of that but it's a job <laughs> um, and and even even therapy and other talking therapies can be really beneficial so it will have a really gentle subtle expectation of what the meds can do they help a little bit with anxiety some some people increase their anxiety for me it reduced it because my meds my main anxiety was because of adhd criteria 
Um, Sam? Um, sorry. Um, yeah, I think it's really, really individual, isn't it? The the things that it helps with and how much it helps with is different for absolutely everybody. Um, some people say that it does help with RSD, but I don't know whether that's just a coincidence that they're learning more about it and learning to do it. And I think things like that, RSD, learning about it and kind of accepting it and forgiving yourself for it um, is a bit more effective than well a lot more god i can't even fucking speak no no it's right so i'm just think what if what if your rsd is triggered by the things that the meds helps mm. and so for some people it's that isn't it they're feeling rsd yeah, because true. of the yeah yeah of, yeah because they're not yes of course yeah yes yeah, so, so yeah helps with some people helps helps with different things for each person i'm gonna stop speaking james <laughs> Uh, yeah, you both actually said useful stuff for once, which is fucking annoying. <laughs> what, I, what I would say is that, that one of the ways in which the success of medication is measured is the impact it has on the, the at least two domains of life which you have a moderate, moderate impact in. Because if only one of those is assisted, you should then, but often aren't, be offered CBT as an add-on therapy. Mm. So what the medication effectively designed is the wrong word seeks to do is to make you more functional in those domains so that could be at work in terms of finances sleep home self-care and uh, uh, dr nick nick bridgeford who came on an earlier episode good friend and trustee of the charity this podcast supported once said and i love this quote the medication just makes you a bit more functional and actually yeah. that that is incredibly powerful now as sam said for some people it it's like a golden bullet to the brain and oh my god and the quietening down of the noise is quite a big mm -hmm. thing, which a lot of people don't talk about. But just yeah, that, that, it's not the screaming Stuart Lee you know, clip mm. that we talked about with yeah. Alex's face lit up when he saw it. That kind of constant narrative can be dampened down. That alone is precious, but it really is about making you just a bit more functional. And as Sam said and Alex discussed, yeah, that can then have a knock-on effect of improving the other things because you are a bit more functional it's an app it's a just such a killer question thank you funky nicola okay question three is from bob 1980 one is workaholism a common theme in adhd or put in another way i know many adhders struggle with conventional careers but is working too hard too much a part of adhd is this connected with perceived inadequacies or maybe connected to the thr thrill of being under pressure Two, is workaholism, stroke working too hard, a potential negative side effect of being medicated? Alex? Yeah, I mean, the second one's easy, isn't it? The second one's the same answers yeah. I've just given. You, yeah. you have to choose what you pay attention to. Yeah. The first one's much more complicated, right? Is workaholism linked to it? I would say taskaholism is definitely linked to it mm -hmm. because a lot of people with ADHD... We tend to think we're lazy and we're fucking not. We just don't do the thing we're supposed to be doing. If you've managed to get yourself into a position where that isn't you and you do the thing you're supposed to be doing, unmedicated, I mean, so your work is the thing that you would hyper-focus on, you're quite lucky. But there are consequences of that on your family, on your relationships, on your physical health. So, so it's such a complex question of why you're a workaholic. Is it because of your insecurity? Is it because you think other people can do what you can do in half an hour, Sam, in eight, that you have to do in 12 hours? That is exactly what Sam's like. Well, <laughs> presumably everybody else could do this in 12 minutes and I have to therefore spend nine fucking hours doing it. And so it, it's such a, it's, it's a very individual question. James? 
I would say that there are three non-diagnostic traits and one diagnostic trait that could Let's lead that then. to you. shut up, mm-hmm. could lead to workaholism. The non-diagnostic ones are RSD, rejection sensitivity, imposter syndrome, and perfectionism. Yeah. Because those three things, personally, and I've been speaking to somebody about the perfectionism angle recently, about how they've, they just have to work extra hours to get things done because people in their team aren't doing them. And those jobs won't get done if they don't do the extra hours and therefore they're burning their mental health and being a workaholic to make sure a job which they don't have full responsibility is done perfectly and and my own personality don't when I was an academic I was doing and I wasn't proud of this there were people in our department like I say like this podcast board person that um, fat shames people who would often publicly say I did a 90 hour week like it's a badge of honor and actually, it's not a badge of honor. It's a badge that you're not working effectively if you're having to do 90 hours. But if you are driven by RSD and imposter syndrome and perfectionism, you can end up doing 70, 80, 90 hour weeks because of the fear that you're going to get sacked or that you're not good enough, etc. The diagnostic symptom that could lead to it if, as Alex said, you're lucky enough to have a job which you find rewarding is that kind of driven by a motor Um thing that if you just need to keep on doing something if you actually enjoy doing your job then that's something you might just keep on working and all all of this in terms of negative side effects can lead to burnout it's one of the reasons we do burnout is that we we struggle to rest and often the thing we we focus on improperly incorrectly is is work yeah that's so true because of um domestic anxiety I just yeah. can't stop, which means that I do oh, end I know. up burning myself. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. And, and and another thing, you're right, the perfectionism, the imposter syndrome, the low self-esteem, all of that makes you work so much. But also because I'm a control freak and because I'm very, my thinking is very fixed and I like things done a certain way. So I will do things the way that I want them done, not trust other people to do things sometimes, which means that I end up working a lot more. But the other thing I would say is that I'm definitely guilty of this now that I'm medicated. Before I was medicated, Mm. it's Mm. all or nothing. I could literally spend all day and could not do a thing. So I think it's really individual. And I know some people struggle to do anything. But now that I'm medicated, I, I just can't. Actually, at first, when I first started being medicated, I would go into hyper-focus so much more. I don't so much anymore. I think I've settled on it more. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was it was really bad. But, yeah, I think now that I'm medicated, yeah, definitely, I do not want to stop ever. Because, And I think as well part of it is because I've got that memory of when I couldn't do anything at all and I don't want to be like that again. So if I, I forget. In case I fall into that mm. and get used to that again. One so day I think off. It's really it's individual horrible, for everybody. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I haven't had a day off. I'm on annual <laughs> leave at the minute. And I'm just, I've literally. No, no, sorry, one, one day oh, off sorry. meds, I mean. And you're like, mm. oh, God, oh, this yes. is what I'm like. Yes, my God. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm like, why can't I function? I don't understand. Yes. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with me? I'm ill. Yeah. 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 Do you know, I it's a side quick, effect. Like we just quickly before we take a, yeah. just quickly before we take a break. God. I don't get that. If I take a day off meds, I'm no different. And that does worry me a little bit as to whether they're effective and it does make me question my adhd if i don't take meds for a day other than the fact that i eat more i don't really feel any different 
And I know that may be down to metacognition and, and alexithymia. It, it is. I, think it, I think if you waited yeah. a longer period, I think you're kind yeah, of I into think, the yeah. habit, but yeah. it would fall off. Yeah. Oh, Sam, it's Probably. just that he doesn't pay attention. He's, when he did it with a sheep, oh, for his psychiatrist, yeah, the results were oh, not God. the same. <laughs> you know yeah. that's true. You, it's anyway, no, this is... Yeah, this is written in blue, but fuck it. We're going to take a break and impart three thoughts on this week's theme and podcast. See you in a bit. That's my bit. I know. (laughs) Welcome back to episode 125 of the ADHD Adults podcast, where we're talking about... Oh, no, it's the week in ADHD, isn't it? But anyway, it's related to... BPD, which is not bipolar disorder, it's borderline personality disorder, which shouldn't actually be a thing, it turns out. Um, James, what made you choose the last idea for a theme? Oh, we're back to flawless as usual, are we? Exactly, yeah. The first thing I would say is that you may have picked up that Alex always tries to put us off when we do an intro by saying one just before we start. And I thought she did really well to cope with that. I didn't even notice it. it. Then it fell apart in the middle. And then I do like the name borderline personality disorder better Birdaline, considering yeah. this is a woodpecker based um podcast so yeah. birds. i specialize in bird law birds. <laughs> okay what made me choose the idea for a theme again it's just so so many people are asking me about it or telling me um you know that while they're seeking their adhd diagnosis they already have a bpd when i'm saying they think they've got adhd and their psychiatrist is refusing to consider the possibility because they've got bpd i think this is a bigger problem than the misdiagnosis with bipolar i think that there is a clear a clear link between i think more people have adhd and bipolar than get misdiagnosed with one and the other i think in this case There is probably, and this is, again, my opinion, there is a lot more misdiagnosis with BPD and ADHD. And I think it's just so important that we get good information out there. Alex? Well, I I printed out the list we have and laminated it and have it up on my wall. And it was the one in my eye line. I didn't. I didn't know we were doing it. (laughs) Say it. Say it. I have no editorial rights in this podcast whatsoever. I didn't know what we were doing. I didn't read the script, as usual. I just turn up. Even that. Even if that. um, A thought or a tip from the theme that you forgot to say, Alex? Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, I don't like... The, I, don't, I don't I think it should get in the bin as a con I don't think it's helpful mm. telling people their personality is a disorder at all I think that it's a manifestation of of neglect on top of a neurodivergence I will also say that I think for example histrionics I think it's used often BPD against women more than men if you look at the numbers I think it's something like three times as likely to be diagnosed in women and I think with men you would either accept it as a bloody man or you'd give them a more helpful mental health diagnosis and so on. Or I maybe think men not... don't come forward as much to say that they're struggling. Um so I don't I don't I don't think it mean it means that not just that more women have got it, they're more likely to be diagnosed with it. And I, I, I think that that is an internalized misogyny. Right. Um because we, you're right, we know that men are less likely to seek seek help for this, but I think that women we know, don't we, James, that when women are uh, knocked off the ADHD diagnostics, it was to diagnose them with something else. And this is one of those yeah. something else. Right. And in some cases, over 90% of women being screened off that diagnostic process in some areas. 
Wow. So if you stop having your tantrums, Sam, you could get an ADHD diagnosis. <laughs> that's kind of, I like saying it because it felt so wrong. But I yeah, well, and, and in the in the beginning of the episode last time, I was like, oh, that's so that's so women then, because yeah, exactly. a lot of the things you're yeah. saying is stereotypically, you know, we're hysterical, we're emotional, all those things, you know. Yeah. James, exactly. or or had you finished what? No, I, I, this is my business. It's my yeah. business. Carry on, then, carry on. Just all I get to no, do. I, I'd like, no, I'd like, this is all important. I'd like do. you to carry on. I would sulk and not carry on, but I'd like you to carry on. James? <laughs> have, you fin- have you honestly finished? Are you going to fuck I had finished, yeah, yeah. I was like, James. Just for a second, look at the name. Now, we've talked repeatedly to the point of people being bored fuckless with it about how bad a name ADHD is. How much worse is borderline personality disorder? Now, Alex was just discussing in in the break about how in medical terms, it's there for a reason. In the same way that ADHD is there for a reason. But just try and imagine how it feels like to be told you've got a borderline personality disorder disorder to have to tell your friends or family or people at work your hr that you have borderline personality disorder for me it sounds very much like it would be tainted with the levels of um stigma that saying schizophrenia was and probably still has for many years I think considering the lack of the, you know, the broadness of the diagnostic criteria, the way in which they cross over with so many other psychiatric conditions and the fact that clearly many psychiatrists are happy to, to give out this diagnosis whilst being less happy to give out a diagnosis of ADHD. I, I just, you know, I can't really imagine what it must be like to, 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 to live with those symptoms. And then at the same time, have Alex's phone going off repeatedly with text messages, which we can hear um, for some reason, probably because it's in front of his microphone. And at the same time, have to put up with. Um, I did be real. I've never done it while I'm on a podcast. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Um, at the same time to then have to put up with that fucking awful name. I, I We need to listen. We know we need to sort psychiatry. Out. It, there is so much good that it does. And it's a lot it's better than it fucking used to be. Yeah. But no, it's not. I mean, as a society, as a society, oh, yeah. if you look at say, evidence, I mean, I can't evidence, do anything ev- towards that. I'm really evidence busy based, this week. Can we do it next week? <laughs> evidence-based medicine, Sam, is very. It's very slow. Where we go from evidence from very big studies, randomized controlled trials, meta-analyses of randomized randomized controlled trials, these huge big studies that show actually this works and that doesn't. It takes fucking years for that to end mm-hmm. up getting into medicine, and in psychiatry because there are there aren't. Most of those trials are, does this medication work for that thing? Not, is this thing actually a thing? Should we be changing how we look at this thing? You have to persuade fucking politicians to support it as well. You have to persuade them to support what is a medical diagnosis. Oh, I don't think it is. I think it's naughty boys. You know, it's just bullshit system. And there's a fucking link to a dopamine mutation in BPD as well, incidentally. Um, Sam Sam what about you yeah Yeah. I think just like I said before this what an awful label to be given to then be given this diagnosis and then you've got to go out there and and tell people I've got a borderline personality I mean what the fuck what that it just sounds awful there's no way that you're going to open up and tell people 
about that and tell people that you might need help or you're struggling i yeah it's just shit i don't know i'd maybe not call it or maybe not say that you've got a diagnosis but maybe just tell people the way that you need help from them and the things that you struggle with um and get that across like the same way that as i say before you get an adhd diagnosis you you don't have to disclose your adhd to tell people how they can help you and, and what you need help with and what you struggle with. And I'd say the same with this, even if you've got a diagnosis, you don't need to tell people what the diagnosis is. Just try and reach out and tell people how they can help you and, you know, what you struggle with. That's it. Yeah, on that, you know, ultra positive note, <laughs> that was episode 125 of the ADHD Adults. It was the First ever Friday or possibly Thursday extra edition of the ADHD Adults Podcast after Monday's episode on ADHD and borderline personality disorder. If you like this nonsense and want to get involved, contact us at the ADHD Adults on the socials, Discord, James's Discord, uh, Twitter while it's still alive, Instagrams, threads, whatever that is, and all the other things. Have a lovely weekend. Goodbyes. Bye. Bye-bye. Trigger warning packs on. Plaques on, plaques on, plaques on, plaques on, big plaques on, oh, oh.